Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Relift your hands, pray for yourself, ask God to speak to you tonight. Ask God to speak to you tonight. Ask God to speak to you tonight. Pale baso kalo pahi keleba. Kimola baske palolo shantolo boske pando lobokande. Ripanda lava babanda broste palo bakande broste. Speak to us tonight, speak to us tonight, speak to us. Through your word, through your spirit, speak your word of life to us tonight. We are gathered before you and not before a man. To you be glory, to you be praise forever and ever. We thank you, we bless 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 you. Speak to me. Speak to me Through your word Through your spirit Speak your words Speak to me Speak to me, Lord Speak to me Let it be your power Everyone sing it. Speak to me. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me. Oh, oh, oh. through your word, through your spirit. Speak your words of life. Speak to me. Let's sing it one more time. Speak to me. Speak to me. It should be your prayer. It should be your desire. It should be your longing tonight. Through his word, through his spirit, he should speak his words of life. Speak to me. Oh, 
Put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. How many of you are excited you are in church tonight? If you just walked in, you missed one of the wildest presentations of dance. My God. But this is the beginning of our special Tuesday night program, Star of the Night. So every Tuesday for a couple of weeks, we are going to have one star, okay? So the star will be revealed on Tuesday, is that not so? Yeah, so you have the poster with the question, missing person mark on it, and then try and invite friends, send it to as many people as possible, and then on Tuesday, the star will be revealed. And like Joel said to you, the star has five minutes. The star can be anybody. You have five minutes to strut your stuff. Do you get it? So anything you want to do, you want to sing, you can sing. You want to dance, you can dance. You want to swim, you can swim. You have five minutes under the light to do whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to preach, you have five minutes to preach. Anything. Do you you get the concept? We don't decide what you do. You decide what you want to do. But you have five minutes. The whole world stands still. Everybody's watching you. And you have five minutes to get it on. Amen. Wonderful. It's powerful. Amen. Um, Okay. Everybody's here. Um, We have Kevin visiting from our church in Randbeck. That's Kevin. From Randbeck. Um, Where's Pamela? Where's Pamela? She's around on her way. She's on the how train. Oh, amazing. Okay. Powerful. Then let's go for it. Have I acknowledged everybody? Everybody's here. You are all welcome. Banoyolo, you are welcome from Tofim Vava. Yeah, you're also welcome. Yeah, it's powerful. Who else? I'm just making sure that I've observed all protocol. Then we'll get into the word of God. All right. Uh, Lindo, you're also welcome from, from the crash. Of course, Nelson is also here from Durban. Yeah, Nelson is here from Durban. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. 
He's on his way from Pretoria, going back to um, Durban, and he decided, look, he misses us, so he'll make a stop here before he goes to death. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. We have a wonderful church. Yeah. What's also happening? It's powerful. Good. All right, let's get into it. Star of the night is over. Ne? Let's go on to the word of God. We've been talking about how to develop a good heart. Is that not so? We've talked about so many things and we are now looking at types of hearts you must not develop or types of hearts which are not good hearts. Amen. And we say, why are we say, talking about them? I told you, Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it are the issues of life. Remember that. I also told you that a good man out of a good heart, bring it forth out of the good treasure of his heart, bring it forth good things. Likewise, an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, bring it forth evil things. And I establish with you that. So the type of heart you have determines what you issue out. That's how these two scriptures are linked. It determines, so if you have an evil heart, you will issue out evil things. Amen. What did you say your name was again last time we saw you? Kwaiki. Kwaili. Uh-huh. Okay. Really? Amazing. Today is the day. Put your hands together for me. Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's good. So I said that the heart that you have must be good so that you can issue out good things. Amen. You can bring forth good things. And we talked about hearts that you may last week. We talked about three of them. Number one, we talked about what? A stony heart. God said, I'll take the stony heart from your flesh. And I'll give you a heart of flesh. And I explained to you that a stony heart is a heart that is hardened, is stubborn, is disobedient to the law of God. Because God said, the reason why I'm taking it out to replace it is to give you a heart of flesh. So that you'll be able to keep my commandments. So people with stony hearts don't keep God's commandments. Usually, these are unbelievers. Usually, these are unbelievers. It's like they've taken a very stubborn stand against God's word. Even things that they do just by nature, as soon as they see it in the word of God, they stop doing it. Do you get it? It's like they are on a crusade or a campaign to disobey God. Their hearts are stony. And their hearts have no feelings. Last week, I mentioned to you that I mean, imagine you are dating a girl who has no, who has a stony heart. It's like the movie Romancing the Stone. So you are trying to romance a stone. No feelings. Cannot be stirred up. Cannot be calibrated. Cannot be brought alive. Stone. Hey, rock of ages. (laughs) Do you get it? Then number two, we talked about the lifted up heart or the proud heart. The proud heart. We say sometimes people have proud hearts. The heart is lifted up. 
the heart is proud. And sometimes this comes as a result of maybe a little success, a little stability in life. Do you get it? Maybe you just get married. Now it's like you are, you are the don. Yeah, you are the don. Meanwhile, seven girls turned you down. And the girl who accepted, we have to pass behind you and put in a word for you, unknowing to you. Yeah, unknown to you. We have to talk to her that, look, I, I, I agree, you are our last option. <laughs> if you don't, take one for the team. We have to tell the sister, sister, take one for the team because this brother, he, he, he's, he's a good brother. He has been trying. He's been trying to help all of us. So make a sacrifice for all of us. Do you get it? (laughs) Then she accepted. But now that you are married and you are eating home-cooked meals, now you have become a done dada. Yeah. It's amazing. May you remain humble as you prosper. May you remain humble as you succeed. I mean, your Basenta just got 30 members. So now, you are writing a book on Basentes. You want to sit in the front seat. Yeah. Look, one day I sent somebody, I sent out people to go and start Cells. In those days, we didn't call it Basentes. Cells. And this lady, I think it was a guy, this guy, he went into a, the, the, the person he was hoping to start the, the cell with was a, a hairdresser. So around 3.30 on Saturday, he went to the salon to have his meeting. And you know how around that time on Saturday, the saloon is full. And he went there to have his meeting there. Then he came to tell us that his, his basenta is full, overflowing. So I said, where are the people? Oh, they didn't come today. So can you imagine in the meeting, everybody has started, it was the first week old. Everybody has started. People have two. People have three. One. Some have zero. And this is this brother who has about 18. People who have come to do their hair, they are are sitting under the dryer. They can't go. They are stuck in the dryer for the next half an hour. You see, and you are preaching. And you say, they are your members. Amazing. It's a wild thing. Say amen. Yeah, so may your heart not be lifted. I mean, you just got, you just, you are just graduating first degree without honors, which means with dishonors. Yeah, you are graduating with dishonors. And you want to block the streets of woodlands and have a party. Street, junction to junction. Tell your neighbor, Melo, Melo, Melo. When you buy your car, Melo. I said, when you buy your car, do what? We have been picking you in our cars for months. 
free of charge. You just bought a golf, GTI golf. <laughs> you even velocity, you have bought velocity. When you see us standing by the road, then you, you go into the portal to splash the water on us. Meanwhile, we were picking you in Norma. <laughs> mellow, mellow. You are going to buy a very powerful car one day, but mellow. Mellow. Be, remain humble. Amen. We also looked at another kind of heart. We said the hardened heart. Now, a lot of you were surprised because you thought the hardened heart was the same as the stony heart. Do you get it? But the hardened heart has to do a heart, do with a heart that is hardened towards a particular subject. Do you get it? And, and we looked at Pharaoh. Pharaoh's heart was hardened only on one subject, to let the children of Israel go. Only that subject. So sometimes you have a wife, she's obedient, and that's where the deception is. She does everything. She cooks nicely, she cleans the house, she does all the other duties, except one thing. When it comes to money, then the demons in her start to manifest. Money. Because her mother has told her, when you have money, it's for you. But when your husband has money, no, when, yes, when your husband has money, is for both of you. But when you have money, it's for only you. So you see her keeping all her money when she's paid month end. That's when the rudeness appears. The rudeness is like a menstrual cycle. It appears once a month. Yeah. No, some of you will think you are humble because you are poor. Poverty and piety, they are not the same thing because you are poor. When you get money, then we will see. We will really see. Yeah, we are watching and waiting. I have heard, I heard a story this Sunday. Somebody didn't have a job. The pastor went to pray. The person got a job. Now the person doesn't like the church anymore. And I told the pastor, why did you pray such a prayer? You pray the prayer, then you add um, a disclaimer. But when she stops the church, oh God, take away the job and bring her to the ground. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. And I said, Amen. Look, I know a man of God. When he prays for you for healing, when he finishes, he tells you, the sickness, we are keep it at the back of the church. If you stop the church, we will give you back the sickness. Yeah. That's where you fear God. We also looked at King Solomon. Bible says King Solomon loved many strange women. First Kings 11, including the daughter of Pharaoh and the women of the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, the Zidonians, and the Hittites. Concerning the ladies who the Lord has said unto them, Thou shalt not go in unto them, neither shalt thou let them come in unto you. For surely they will turn your hearts unto their gods. But Solomon cleave unto these things in love. 
And when Solomon was old, his heart was not perfect before God as his father David's heart was. For his wife had turned away his heart. Verse 9, Bible says, And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Solomon, for he had appeared to him concerning this, this matter twice. Solomon came on the scene, charming young man with wisdom, supernatural wisdom, unbelievable, undisputable wisdom with works to match it. And when he came around, and when I say handsome, I mean he was tall. Don't make a mistake about it. I don't want to explain this. Listen to my podcast, you will get the explanation. I mean, tall. And when I say tall, I don't mean 5'10". 5'10 is not tall. Okay, 5'10 is not tall. 5'11, then we are going. Even 5'10 is the beginning. 5'9 is short. Come, let me see how tall you are. 5'9, sit down. Say amen. Hey, I'm five seven. Look, forget it. Forget. Don't don't start. Don't start. Have you read a fairy tale story before where they say then the prince was very handsome, he was short. Have you seen some before? Don't start, don't start, don't start, don't start. Don't start. Tall, dark, handsome. Also, it must be dark. Yeah, so a brother who say yellow bones, that's a non starter. <laughs> Somebody say amen. <laughs> That's just by the way, okay. Because short people also always have the presence of God. Jesus said, Lo, I'm with you always. Okay, so short people also have the presence of God always. But this guy Solomon, he loved many women. And God's problem was not because he loved many women, God had just told them. Don't love these type of girls. And he said, those are the type of girls I like. The daughter of Pharaoh. That's the first one. God's number one enemy. He said, I like the daughter. Then the daughters of the Moabite. Last, if, you, if, you, if you missed last week, go and listen. I told you the type of people. The Moabites, the Amorites, the Edomites, the Zidonians. You know, the Zidonians are, were what? Colored girls, ne? Yeah, he was into, with the Indian girls. Indian girls. And then the Hittites, you know who they are, yeah. Abe, biggie, biggie, heavy, heavy. Long time jiggy. Yeah. But Bible says, and the reason why God said Solomon, the children of Israel should not have anything to do with these type of girls was that these girls, what they do is that they turn your heart away from God. But Solomon said to God, God, I'm in love. And I said to you, so he hardened his heart. God appeared to him two times. He was still not changed. The Bible says God was angry with him. It was from that time that God started to destroy Solomon. Yeah, it was from that time. That time. Even one of the girls, he went to have a problem. All kinds of issues. When you see problems starting to, some, some type of problems starting to come into your life, it means God has tried to caution you over and over and you will not listen. Yeah. 
Because Bible says, he who the Lord loveth. No, I don't even that one. That, the, the, he covers your mistakes. Yeah. So it's like, he can see that you are making an effort. So he helps you. So when you reach the stage where now your mistakes start to become a problem, it means God has tried for you so many times that now it's like, Charlie, be happy. Yeah. May you not get to that point. Tonight. Tonight. I want to talk about three hearts quickly and then we go. Number one, the wicked heart. Jeremiah 17, 9, Bible says the heart is what? Wicked. It's dead and there's no, that's not how he said. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can tell it? Hallelujah. So the wicked heart, there's a heart that is a wicked heart. Pastor, what is a wicked heart? Genesis chapter 6. In Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says men were multiplied on the face of the air and their evil was also multiplied. And the sons of God saw that the the daughters of the earth were fair. This is also a description of a beautiful girl. Must be fair. All the beautiful girls in the Bible were fair. Don't, Don't argue with me. Argue with the Bible. Even God, when he was choosing a mother for Jesus, he chose a yellow bone. Simple. Ah, but you were laughing at the brothers. It's not funny now, eh? Yeah, it's not, you were laughing at justice, eh? It's not funny now, eh? Yeah. I was coming for you. Where is it? And the sons, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. So the sons of men came from heaven to take these girls, marry them, have children, so on and so forth. But we are going to verse 6. After all this evil, the Bible says, and God saw that the wickedness of man was so great. Why? Because the imaginations of the thoughts of his heart were evil continually. When somebody has a, a, a wicked heart, he's always imagining evil. There are people who are like that, they are always imagining evil. Thinking of evil things. Yeah. In thinking, I mean evil. All their imaginations, all their thoughts are evil. Bible says, and he grieved God, he repented God that he had made man and he grieved him in his heart. Sometimes you can develop a very wicked heart. Sometimes wicked heart towards a particular person. Sometimes towards a group of people. Xenophobia is a product of the wickedness of the hearts of a group of people. I say it again. Xenophobia is a product of the wickedness in the hearts of a group of people. Should I say it in Zulu? Xenophobia is a product of the wickedness of the hearts of a group of people towards another group of people. Let the church say amen. Amen. Do you get it? So you can be there and develop such a heart. Sometimes you are in the choir Somebody is singing, leading the song, and your imagine. You, as you are standing there, all your imagination is she should go off key. Evil. 
she should go off key. So she's singing her nice song. What's the, what's the song? The one we're singing today. No, not that one. The other one. The one we're singing. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. It's the sound of victory. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Let the sound of rejoicing fill this place. Bum, 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 bum. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. It's the sound of victory. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Let the sound of rejoicing fill this house. He has made a way. So they are singing, we are all happy. Oh, keep singing. Where there was no way. Hallelujah. It's In the sound of breakthrough. Hallelujah. The sound of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Eh. Hallelujah. Oh, let the sound of rejoicing fill this house. He has done for me what no man has done. Hallelujah. Eh. It's the sound of freedom. Hallelujah, eh. Hallelujah, oh. Let the sound of rejoicing fill this house. Let's sing it again. He has done for me what no man has done. Hallelujah, eh. In the sound of freedom. Hallelujah, eh. the night. She has sang it. We are all happy. We are going home. Next week when she comes, she says, I pray that she has a sore truth. It's like wickedness is passing through your head. Wickedness. As you have a sore truth so that she's not the one singing the song. So that they'll give me the mic so that I can also say, Hallelujah. Eh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Eh, hallelujah. Oh. You will be surprised. Even if she has a sore throat, we won't give it to you to sing. We will play either life. No, some, some people have a natural disposition for that. Always thinking evil about the next person. Always. 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 Look, 
No, but today we're in Imbali. As I look at the place, I said, look, this place is very big. There's no need for any two churches to compete anywhere. Even if you know a church that wants to start and they want to come and be in our church, they can come. When we close church, they can, like when we close to it after our service, they can start their service. It's not a problem for There are enough people everywhere. We are, there's so, so many souls to be won that we are not in any competition with anybody. We have to wish every church well. When we see a church, we pray that they do well. That's why we go around giving them books, hoping that they will see the keys and use them. Also do well. Also do well. And I want to be all the only pretty girl in the church so that everybody can say that I'm the prettiest. I'm, I'm Cinderella. I'm pretty. The shoe can only fit only me. Listen. Change your heart. Change your heart. Change your heart. Sometimes you even have husbands who have developed a wicked heart towards their wives. The marriage has now become a competition. Yeah, I've seen some before. Yeah, may you not become that type of husband. Yeah. Number two, my time is flying. What type of heart is the second one? There's a wicked heart, a deceived heart. Let's talk about a deceived heart. We are talking about three. A deceived heart. It's Jeremiah 11, 16. The Bible says, take heed that your heart not be deceived. And you that ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. You can also have a deceived heart. A heart that is deceived. Pastor, what's a heart that is deceived? A heart that is deceived is the heart that turns away from God. These guys, Moses was advising them. Moses was telling them, God has brought you out of bondage. He's taking you into a good land. And as you are going into the good land, make sure that your heart is not deceived. That you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. When your heart is deceived, you tend to other things. You tend to other things. You tend to other things. Now that I've finished my trick, I've gotten admission into the university. I think that it's time for me to even try a few things and then do things. So this is your thing about campus church. You know, Mr. Joel, please, it doesn't work for me. Okay, please, please, please. please. It was when I was in Woodlands when um, Pastor Ray was coming. Because he was very tall, I couldn't even talk to him. Probably. That's why I was going to the church. But now, now that I've become a lady, please, I can't do this campus church thing. Mr. Joel. I need my space to be happy on university campus. You know, when I was there, it's my mother. I was coming with my mother because, you know, my mother, the way she is, you know, I don't want to say it, but the way she is, you know, most. I mean, her temper, it can cook rice. So now that I'm out of the house and I'm on campus, I'm at the rest. Now I'm at the rest. 
Yes, I have my own room to myself. So now, now I have to show you life. I don't do church anymore. Hey, your heart has been deceived. In Luke 12, the Bible says, A certain man's field brought forth plentifully. 16. And he said, What will I do? For I have nowhere to bestow my goods. And he said, This is what I will do. I'll pull down my banks and build greater. And I'll tell my soul, So thou hast good stored up for many years. Take thy ease, eat, and be merry. And the Bible said, God said to him, Thou fool. Tonight, your soul will be required from you. This guy was doing well. And suddenly, he forgot the role of God in what he was doing. He said, Bible says his field had brought forth plentifully to the point where he had a problem of where to keep his goods. He didn't know, where should I keep this? It's like so many. You can be blessed to help. There are some of you, 100 rands gets lost in your house. You will comb the whole house, comb the neighbor's house. Yeah. Call, I mean, you will do anything. But you can get to a point where also, when your hundred rands gets missing, you will not notice that hundred rands is missing. May you get to that point. May you get to a point where when you can't find a thousand rands, it's no big deal. I said, may you get to a place where when you can't find a thousand rands, it's no big deal. Yes, you will notice. Of course, if you don't notice that your thousand rands is missing, that's also bad accounting. Bad management. But it shouldn't be that that's the end of the world. It's like today I will kill somebody. And you start to take off your shirt. (laughs) The person who has taken this hundred rands... Now, you start to make incantations and declarations on the street. I mean, you are walking on the street holding a crate of eggs and making incantations and declarations. Then you smash one egg. Boom! There you are. You, you, you are like a sangoma now. <laughs> because of hundreds. You have gone to buy organic eggs and you are smashing them. (laughs) This guy, his field had brought forth plentifully and he said, I have a problem. I don't know where to keep everything. This is what I will do. I will transfer from Capitec Bank to FMB Bank and I will say to my soul, Thou hast many goods stored up for many years. Take your ease and rest. This guy had forgotten that it was God who had helped him. People with deceived hearts forget that it's God who has helped them to come that far. These are the people who don't pay tithe. I said, these are the people who do not pay tithe. 
when the month has ended and your income has come, then they say to themselves, well, God, so take thy ease, eat and be merry. And they forget to give God any glory. The church is quiet. Revelations 8.1, there was silence in heaven for a period of half an hour. We are used to it. Even in heaven, a time will come, everybody will be quiet for half an hour. So. Yeah. These are the people who don't thank God. Don't give offerings. To say thank you. God, thank you. Your tithe is a, it's a mark. It's a must. You must just give it. Offering is your way of saying thank you. It's a gift that you are giving to say thank you. After such a powerful convention, they are taking special offerings. And you can see people sitting there, they don't want to give. I look at them and say, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Yeah. I look at them and say, wow. That's a deceived heart. Sometimes there's a deception that your riches will last forever. Yeah, sometimes there's... I know rich people who have become very poor. They were rich once upon a time. And they are poor. May it not be your story. May your heart always give glory to God. May you not be deceived. May you not be deceived. Ananias and Sapphira, Bible says there was a certain woman, there was a certain man named Ananias, Acts chapter 5, and Sapphira, with Sapphira is his wife, sold their possession. And they came to put it by the feet of the apostle. They put a certain portion of it by the feet of the apostle, and his wife also being privy to it. And Peter said to him, said to Ananias, Ananias, why have you let the devil lie to you? Then he asked him a question in verse 4. While the land remaining was it not yours? And even after you sold it, was it still not yours? Peter was saying that. Ask for what you want to give, you can give, but don't try to deceive us. Because the land is yours anyway. It is yours anyway. You see, they sold the land and then the wife and the husband, they had a meeting and they said, you know something? These new pastors who have come, they like money a lot. So, when we go and we tell them that this is how much we sold the land and then they see how much we are giving, they will not be happy with the amount. So, let's lie to them. Instead of telling them that we sold it for 100000 let's tell them that we sold it for 40000 so that when we give 5,000, they will see we have given a very good offering. Good offering. But if we tell them we sold it for 100,000 and we give 5,000, it will look very small. And Peter said, why have you let the devil lie to you? Many of us let the devil lie to us. And deceive us in our hearts. Number three, I close with this one. No, we have to close because it's closing time. 
naughty heart. You love this one. You love this one. A naughty heart. First Samuel 17, I think, verse 28. The Bible is talking about David. This is where David went to kill Goliath. This is a piece of scripture. In, this is a piece of scripture where David confronted Goliath and killed Goliath. The Bible says that in Elab, verse 28, Elab, his eldest brother, heard what he speak to the men or heard him speak to the men. And the anger of Elab was kindled against David. And he said to David, Why camest thou here? And with whom hast thou left the few sheep in the wilderness? Then he said to him, I know thy pride and the naughtiness of your heart. For thou hast come here for to see the battle. He was telling David that I know that your heart is naughty. And the reason why you have come here is to see the battle. That's why you have come here. Not for anything. You are coming. You say you are bringing us food. But the real reason why you have come is to see. We know you. To see the battle. When a person has a naughty heart, the person wants to see a medal in things that are higher and above them. Things that have nothing to do with them. So Elab was saying that David has come to spy and to see what are they doing at the battle. Are my brothers really fighting? You see, our daddies are told he's saying that you see your brothers, they are doing they are part of the struggle, they are fighting for the nation, they are doing their best. So you have come to see to make sure hey, is it true? Is what our father really saying true? Sometimes you can be around and have a naughty heart. What it makes you do is that you want to see every wrong that everybody is doing. Hey, I see that every day you guys are praising FOR that she's leading the choir. I'm going to expose all the evil things. We know that she's evil and we put her in charge of the choir. Why should we put a good person over you seeing that you are also evil? leave your kind we are all evil all of us are evil one way or another I mean apart from Meshach all of us are evil no because I can't say Meshach is evil I mean I have to give respect to elderly people Paul said to Timothy rebuke not an elder in public so I don't shout out old people never But somebody with a naughty heart is on a campaign. Spy. Wow, what are you doing, brother? Ah. Oh, ah, yeah. Is pastor as good as he seems to be? Ah. I saw the way lady pastor was looking at him the other day. I can tell that from the look on her face. It's not the normal look that she looks at him every day. So I'm sure he has done something bad. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. When I saw Pastor Ray coming to church, he was working on this side. And then Sister Beatrice was also working on this side. So I know. 
I know. I know. I know something is in the soup. There is something in the soup. Because even husband and wife, ideally, they should sit in the yellow car and come back. They came in two different cars. I know. I know. I know. The way Beatrice parked the car in a rush. I know that. Mm. Pastor, it's not everything I want to say because I know you. When I say it and I come on Tuesday, then you will preach about it. So I will say it. I'll keep it in my head so that you don't pick it up. Mm. No, there are people like that. Naughty in the heart. Always fishing out for evil about the next person. And especially about authority. I give you this example and I close. The Bible talks about a man called Noah. God wanted to save the earth. The Bible says there was so much evil. This story that we are reading, Genesis 6, that God was angry with them. God, the next thing God says, I will destroy man from the earth. Verse 8. When he was grieved after that, he said, I'm going to wipe out man from the earth. The Bible says, and Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So this is where the Bible introduces a special character into it. His name was Noah. God used Noah to build an ark. To save the people. After Noah had saved the people. Bible says. And Noah planted. A garden. In his house. And drank of the venison. Thereof. So Noah after. The flood. You know. If you have been on the sea before. The sea brings seasickness. All these things. So instability. Everything. So by the time Noah finished with this ark business, he had acquired the taste for a little alcohol. Something small just to keep the balance because for 40 days and 40 nights, the whole earth was moving like this. The earth was not stable. And it was Noah alone who was taking care of all the animals. So after the flood, when the earth had become stable, he was still bouncing. So his walking was not stable anymore. So he needed something to... To stabilize him. To make the earth move so that he can walk steadily. In those days, there were no shebins around. So the Bible says he planted a garden in his own backyard. And he drank the vineyard of it. He drank from the venison that was there. So once a while, when Noah is going to sleep, he will drink a little. Something small to help him sleep. Look, you have no idea the stress it takes to run a church of animals. Snakes, antelopes, zebras, 
elephants, lizards, rats, lions, cheaters. All these were Noah's members. Yeah. Crocodile. I mean, you are in, you are in, you are in the ark. And you must have a pond in the ark. I tell you, it wasn't an easy move. And as you are in the in the ark with them, the animals are they see other animals and they see food. I mean, even think about it, the amount of food Noah had to keep in the ark to feed all of them. Because they didn't get out of the ark after 40 days. After the rain, they were there 120 days, everything for the earth to dry up. By the time Noah finished, he was, look, he was stressing. So he started to drink. Fortunately for him, he would go into his tent and then he would drink a little. So one day, I think he was happy about something and he drank a little. But that day, maybe he drank a little more than he usually drinks, you know. And as he was celebrating and singing, Hallelujah, eh? Hallelujah, ooh. Hallelujah, eh? It's the sound of victory. Hallelujah, eh? Hallelujah, Let that sound done for me what no man has done hallelujah and he was dancing freedom in the tent he was happy hallelujah then he opened his flap hallelujah oh. let the sound of rejoicing fill this house he has done for me Noah! Hallelujah! Eh. Why are you calling it's the sound of freedom? Hallelujah! Eh. Hallelujah! Oh! Let, Let the sound of rejoicing fill this house. Hey! Noah was still happy. Hallelujah! Eh. Hallelujah! Oh! Hallelujah, eh? It's the sound of victory. Hallelujah, eh? Hallelujah, oh. So, let's fast forward because our time is up. Let's fast forward. Our time is up. Next week, when you come, we'll continue. Our time is up. Some of you thought my pants were going to fall off when I took my belt, eh? My pants belong to me. They are not for my older brother. So, as Noah was being happy in the process because of old age, he fell asleep. Then there comes a guy called Ham. 
one of his sons who had a naughty heart. I said, who had what? When he came and he saw Noah lying there, he took his phone. He said, wow, finally, that is Noah. He has been shouting at us. Do your homework. Do this. Go to church. Read your Bible. Do this. Do that. Do this. Do that. Now look at you. Look at what you are. Do basenta. No basenta. No beloved. There you are. Then he started to take pictures. And he started to update his status. Instagram. This. Because he had just seen the nakedness of his father. Yeah. He started to expose. Eh? Don't know. Even this church, don't know what they have been doing. Hmm, hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say everything here in public. Oh, hmm. Because if I say it, hmm, trouble will come into this world. What trouble will come? Nothing will come into this world. Oh. Yeah. Beginning to say things that. He went around telling everybody. He ran to his brother and said, hey, Can you believe what I saw? <laughs> you, you won't believe it. Look, Jaffa. <laughs> oh, look, wait, let me finish laughing. Because <laughs> some of the laughter was locked. It is but we had to hit it out. Come and see our father. Come and see him. He's lying there naked. Naked. Drunk. Come and see it. And Japheth got up and said, What is this that you are seeing? Our father is naked where? Oh, in the room. Come, come, come and see. In the room. Japheth called his brother Shem and said, you know something? There's a problem. And we've got to do something. So the Bible says they took a cloth and they, they wouldn't, they didn't even want to see what it was. And they went backwards. Backwards. back, So that they don't see. And they covered their father's naked. But the naughty guy, he was still laughing. Commenting on his status, showing you, you see, 5,623 views, and then 3,940 likes, and 856 comments and shares. And look at it, it's trending. He even went to boost it up so that more people will see it. Naughty heart. And Joel has always been shouting at us on campus. Now, look at her. Look at what? Your heart is naughty, that's why. Your heart is naughty. That's why. That's why. Bible says, and it came to pass. And Noah arose from his drunkenness. And he knew. I said, he nobody, look, nobody went to report harm to Noah. Bible says, when he arose from his drunkenness. He knew what Ham had done. Yeah. 
the anointing was still strong. Somebody who can save the whole world. Look, you should fear some people. You should fear Adam. You should fear Noah. You should fear Moses. Yeah, because each time the world began, God began again with them. God began with Adam. The world was some way. He destroyed the whole world and began with Noah. You want to fool around with somebody? Noah, you want somebody who, who that's why you shouldn't fool around with Bishop Larry. Yeah. Some, that's why you shouldn't put fool around with Bishop Dark. Somebody who began the thing. You should be very careful. Even those of you on campus, you shouldn't fool around with Beatrice. Yeah, maybe you have not been told that Beatrice was the main person doing the church before Joel came. It's unfortunate that her name is not even mentioned when we talk about campus church. It's unfortunate. It has even given you a skewed and a twatted imagination of what campus church is. It has. Yeah. It has. Somebody who began the thing, you should be afraid of it. Or a curse comes over the thing. A church that I began myself, they have run me out of the church. The church cannot grow. It cannot move. It cannot do anything up to today. Cannot. No matter how much effort they put in, into it. It cannot. Yeah. The Bible says, when Noah arose from his drunkenness, he knew. We don't have to hear. We know. We know. All the things you have been saying at home when we meet you, we don't have to hear you say it. We know. We know that there is something wrong. The, the, spirit, the, the atmosphere is bad. We go, as as, hello. <laughs> we know there's something wrong. We know. And he arose from his drunkenness. It's because of this boy's show. That's why today you and I are like that. Yeah, he cursed him straight. Cursed, because he couldn't curse his own son. He cursed his son's son. And the general, that's even what made If he had just cursed his son, then Ham would have taken his curse. And he said, but he cursed his son and the generation after him. Because of that thing, it provoked him to bless the other sons. So he blessed Shem. He blessed Japheth. The world is controlled by that pronouncement up to today. He said, blessed shall be the God of Shem. Up to today, one of the strongest sets in the world is Shem set. You see them serving their God with passion and strength. Of course, he's wise. And he said, Japheth will dwell in his tent. So no matter how powerful Shem gets, he needs Japhet. Yeah, no matter how powerful he gets, no matter how much oil he has, he needs Japhet to use the oil so that he can get money from the oil because he can't drink the oil. He blessed Japhet. That's why Japhet is blessed. That's why anywhere Japhet is, Japhet is blessed. No matter which type of Japhet it is. Even those of you are in school with Japheth, you are afraid of them. Yeah. I mean, we have a Japheth in the church. When she comes to church, many of you can't talk to her. You, af- you avoid her like HIV AIDS. Yeah.
Is it true or I'm telling you a story? Yeah. <laughs> the church is very quiet. May you not develop a naughty heart. Don't get yourself into issues that have nothing to do with you. Hey, Pastor, but my father is always drunk. Look, he's your father. Just shut up. Yeah. When you become a father for as long as he has been a father, I mean, and I mean when you equal him, when you catch up with him, not that he has been a father for 26 years, so when you, you are a father for 26 years, no, when you catch up with him, then you can come on his level and start commenting. Yeah. Like I always tell you, sometimes it's because of his drunkenness. That's how come you came. Because if he was sober, if he was sober, he probably wouldn't have chosen your mother. No, 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 no. You see, you see when people are in love, their eyes start to glitter. And when people are drunk, their eyes also glitter. So he had to always be tipsy for his eyes to glitter. And your mother took it as love. Yeah. Yeah, and your mother took it as love, but it was actually the fish eagle that was shining in his eyes. And he was looking at your mother. Wow. And when people are drunk, they smile a lot. Wow. With a twinkling eye. And your mother took it as love. But if he was sober. Hey. By the time he could compose himself. You had come. You had come. So that, that same thing that led to you coming. You are now criticizing it. You are now criticizing it. Dealing your own affairs. Stay at your level. Don't get involved in things that are above you. Don't. As you bring something over your life which you don't want. Some of you can easily criticize pastors. One day I was driving from them and someone said, oh, Pastor, so is Bushiru, is Bushiru a, a, a man of God? Uh, I said, What else? I said, I don't have anything to do with Bushiro. And I don't want to know anything about Bushiro. Shepherd Bushiro. The person is a shepherd even already. Why should I even get involved? The crowds he's gathering at FMB Stadium. I've not even gathered 10% of it. You are asking me. If you have not attempted to have a gathering service at Hariguala. To have even showgrounds. To have the confidence to say, okay, now let's go to Moses Mabida. You are asking me. Look, when you, when, when you arrive at Oral Tambo. And you go through immigration. The first. Uh, immediately you cross immigration. The first poster, banner, billboard you see is Bushiru's 
I mean, in, no, I don't mean outside. I'm not talking about outside O.R. Tambo. You are still in the airport. You, when you cross immigration and you take your luggage, do you get it? You take your luggage. Between customs, when you get to customs, you see that Bushiru is standing there. There's no man of God in South Africa that has... Yeah. After that, Chinese... Bank of China. I, I saw, look, next time I pass through that, I'll take a picture and send it to you. Or next time you pass through there, take a picture and send it to you. As, as soon as you cross immigration, you take your luggage, you see Bushiru is standing there. Welcome to South Africa, then you see Bushiru. Then after that, Bank of China. Yeah. You are asking me, is he a man of God? I don't know. I don't want to even, I don't, I don't have any comment about it. It's, stay in my life. If you want to know, Google him. You will see. Don't you know of Google? But some of you can sit in your house and criticize men of God. And this man of God, this. And this man of God. Listen. When we get to heaven, God will show us where we all stand. That's the day we are waiting for. Even in that place, we are not waiting for where God will show somebody standing. We are waiting for where he will show we will stand. Fight, the Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I pray that we all develop pure hearts. Matthew 5, 8, the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We need a certain purity of our hearts to see. A pure heart sums up all the good hearts that you know. May we have pure hearts. A pure heart is a heart with no evil intention. No, you ask for perfect, we can't be perfect, but we can have a pure heart. That your heart is pure. I don't have any wickedness. Even when you make a mistake, you make it out of the purity of your heart. Folks, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. God loves you. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.